Welcome to the Wrestling Showgram, everybody. My name is Drew. I am Durden. There you we go. We got to figure this intro out, man. <laughs> Five <laughs> episodes in, and we still don't know what we're doing. We, it's perfect. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll write something for next time, and uh, it'll be a promo. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll just have you cut a pro, you cut a promo for the first yeah, for the intro. Yeah, it'll introduce us. It'll introduce both of us. There you go. You cut a promo for it all. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we uh, you know. Lifelong buddies and uh, wrestling fans and former wrestlers and uh, manager. Uh, I mean, you're still managing. I'm in business, yeah, you're yeah. still you're still working. Well, but. the pandemic has slowed that a great deal, but yeah. <laughs> in non-pandemic years, I, I'm in the business. There you go. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> in non-pandemic years, <laughs> back in the before times, I was in the business. Oh yeah, yeah. Back in the, back in the good times, before <laughs> yes. the before the twenties. Yes. Oh yes. Were the twenties supposed to be roaring? Wasn't that supposed to be Great Gatsby? Wasn't yeah, that supposed to be right? Great Gatsby at this point? Yeah. No, it it didn't I mean, quite didn't quite hit that way. Not yet. Not yet. We're gonna hope so though. I was watching. Uh, I saw this song. I think it was TikTok. Apparently, the celebrations for when pandemics end, because you know there's been pandemics in the world. Right. Yeah, the celebration is you drink a shit ton of wine and then you have an orgy. Apparently, that's a real thing. Oh, cool! I'm alright. Yeah, with this. so like I'm, I don't drink, but you know, I'm down for the orgy. I mean, I mean, I'd probably I probably feel this, like feel I might like have to make that, an exception. That just makes us the Roman Empire again. Yeah, yeah, you know, because yeah, I mean, that's essentially what the Roman Empire was was orgies and vomitoriums. Yeah, but it wasn't like. I guess it would be after a pandemic, but they kind of did it all the time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. No, I'm, I'm talking about just like it's like a two day celebration or something when the pandemic. Just a massive over. orgy for two days. Yeah, it's like, for the better. You know, it's for the betterment of the country. Yeah, I mean, we're celebrating. Right, nothing to bring a country together better than a giant drunken orgy. That's what I say. I mean, the couple I've experienced in my life have been very, very good. So yeah. There you have it. I mean, you know. So. Back on to the wrestling portion of the wrestling show, Graham. <laughs> well, I mean, the drunken orgies were wrestling related. R- sure. Okay. They, they were um, they were after wrestling shows during the after party. Is that right? Yes. Oh. So now is this story time? Do I need to sit back for a minute? I, I would, but I don't know the marital status of all the gentlemen and women involved in said thing. And I don't want to cause marital issues between the boys and girls. All right, that's fair. Brothers and sisters. Like, if I knew for a fact they were all either divorced or not happily married, I would ruin relationships. (laughs) But, nah, man, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. Well, thank God you're a decent fella. I mean, you know, (laughs) ten years ago, Jordan would have been like, "Fuck it," and just name names. But, you know, you you caught me at at you know the age where. You know, I'm not going to name names yet. You got to pay for that shit. Yeah. Now, if we do the Patreon. <laughs> there you go. Oh, uh, if we do Patreon. Oh, I'm naming names all over the damn place. Fuck it. There you go. There you have it. You got to pay for the names, people. Absolutely. You guys feel like supporting us. Let us know. We'll uh, we'll start a oh. Patreon so you can hear fully uncensored, unredacted versions of these uh, of Durden's stories. You, you know I got good stories. You've heard them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have. Yeah. <laughs> the life and times of a super agent, sir. I know. That that book's going to be a good one when it comes oh. out. And I was the sober one, so I remember everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is true. 
I, you have sorry, to remind. I love you. You have to remind them all that yep. <laughs> I was sober and, during this. I know exactly the best part what is, you did. They can't be like it didn't happen. I'm like, no, it happened. You were just fucking blackout drunk. And you don't remember. <laughs> you don't remember. No, it happened. Oh man. Ah, oh, I wish you were there for some of those. Ah, uh, that's hilarious. Well. We managed to spend four and a half minutes without talking about wrestling on the wrestling show. So wait, let's. Wait, wait, is this wrestling related? We, yeah, wrestling adjacent. It is. <laughs> it was just a little wrestling adjacent. So, um, anywho, I was uh, watching on the, uh, the the network, which is now uh, changed over to Peacock. Um, and trying to delve into the last little bits of it I could before they shut off my actual network. I always say everybody has a price and a number. Vince McMahon's is a biggin'. Yeah, apparently he wanted to be a billionaire again. Uh, you know, well, every the last few deals he's done, it's been a billion dollars. So yeah, he's... The, the television rights for Super Bowl SmackDown he sold for like what one point five billion. When it's all said and done, something like, it was ridiculous. It was yeah. a ridiculous amount of money. And he sold the network for a billion, so I guess Vince's number is a billion dollars. Any billionaires out there, offer him a billion dollars for WWE. I'm sure he'll take it. I I fully believe he would do that. Tony Khan, you want you want a real wrestling company, you know, offer Vince a billion. He'll take it. But why why get a real one when I can have this one that, that, that that's like me playing with my toys in the sandbox? Another show. Don't get me don't get me ramped up. Unless you just want to. You want to talk about it? Uh not really, to be honest. Okay. I'm tired of talking about it. I really am. We we're gonna have to talk about it at some point. We will have to talk about it at some point. We'll have to get an apologist on here though first so that, that way we can we can point counterpoint. Yeah, we're um, gonna get a moderator. Yeah, we need somebody to be on here for that. So in the Or meantime, we need someone with a different viewpoint because our viewpoints are probably the same. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that's why we need we need we need the other side. Yes. So right. So you were watching. Uh yeah. So I started watching and like I watched the I went back and watched the photo shoot show that they have in there with and I watched the one with Jim Cornette, which I'm a big Jim Cornette fan, have been for a long time. Um and I just it it's funny the it's it's not even you know we know his legacy in the business. We know his historical knowledge of this business is is, is it's encyclopedic. Um, but just Jim being Jim is the best thing in the world. It's his crazy, his he doesn't give a fuck. His man. ridiculous, yeah, his ridiculous laugh. His uh, like the his ability to throw a metaphor or a quote or a quip out at breakneck speed is just incredible to watch yeah you know i love Cornette. i always have he's helped me a lot in the business um the thing with him and his podcast which if you haven't heard the jim Cornette experience or the drive through you really should listen to them they're great they're funny they're informative but the thing that's always gotten me is they everyone the wrestling community and the wrestling journalists and everyone else always focuses on the negative things he says. Cornette says the negative shit, and he burns you, and it hurts, and it's horrible what he says. But then he says the positive things and how, tells you how to fix the negative shit. Nobody ever goes into that part of it. No, no. Ever. 
because he says, I hate Kenny Omega. I hate the Young Bucks because of this. Right. And he goes, but if they did this, that's how they can fix themselves. Exactly. And nobody ever talks about that part. They just talk about the fucking 45 minutes where he trashed them. They don't talk about the fucking hour where he said, this is how you fix it. Yeah, the, his his background and his mind is, is so, I mean... And he does it to. It's not just AEW, no, obviously. No, he does it. He does it to WWE as well. Yeah, it's, you know, not just W, just any wrestling any, promotion. Really, really any yeah promotion. Because he's, he, I mean, he's pretty much fully retired at this point. Yeah. And, um, so he once again, like you said, he's got nothing to lose, nor does he care. No. He and care. he and he doesn't care because he's always right. Exactly. Well, that's the thing is he is actually always right. Yeah. Like it's. It's not surprising that he is always right. The man is the man is a genius at what he does. And even when the few times last year where people tried to cancel him, like that one thing with came about his wife and the the OVW stuff, and even the people that hate him said, "Nah, that didn't happen." Like even people that despise him said, "Yeah, no, that right, that, Jim would have never done that." You know, people that said, "I want Jim Cornette dead," came out and said. No, he would never do something like that. So, you know, they know deep down, his detractors know deep down that he's right, you know, more than he's not. Right. But they just, for, you know, whatever reasons, they don't want to admit it. Well, and he's also such an instigator on things, too. Yeah. Like, he's yeah, really, he, he loves stirring a pot. He absolutely, absolutely loves doing that. He's a wrestler. All wrestlers love stirring the pot. Exactly. He's a well. He's we gotta a. Gotta do something in the locker room. He's a promoter. He's a you know wrestler. He's that's the stuff that always interests me. Like when I sit there and listen to him talk about the you know backstage booking stuff and mm-hmm. and the way matches go Who down. Who do you think taught me how to book? Right and, and Jim Cornette and Dusty Rhodes taught me how to book. And listening to him, you know, on his podcast, talk about you know. Uh, the early WCW days, you know, of Bill Watts and and later Jim Hurd. And then, you know, his time he spent in WWF. And it's, you know, it's, it's fascinating to listen mm-hmm. to. And, and then it's great to see him. So on his show, he'll sit there and watch, you know. At first, he was just watching matches with Midnight Express versus whomever. Because he was obviously heavily involved in them, yeah. Um, and he could help you tell tell you things that are going on. He and got stuff criticism like that. for that, but I'm like, he knew that match front to back. He probably put that match together, right? Like that's why he's watching them. So exactly. He, like that doesn't. Yeah. It never bothered me. I was like, that's cool. That's fine. Yeah. Like look at it as a learning tool uh, for a lot of people. Like why certain things work in matches and certain things don't. Exactly. Um, and then. He, you know, now he started to branch out and do other matches, you know, and he recently did the Bret Hart Stone Cold match from WrestleMania 13 and talked about that. And that one was interesting, not just for him talking about that, but everything leading up to it beforehand, where he just talked about basically like where the business was at the time in 1993 and what they were or whatever year that was. 97? 97? Yes. Um, where the business was in 97, where, you know, and and how, you know, WWE was still kind of in a tailspin at that point. And, uh, you know, 
Oh, my mind just went blank for a moment. It was in a tailspin. They needed, it was going in a different direction because culture was going, just society and culture was going in a different direction. Right, right. And the anti-heroes were becoming, like the bad guys were becoming the good guys. And the right. good guys were becoming bad guys. And that's, and wrestling's always reflected society. Yeah. And, you know, Vince, God love him, he's always five to ten years behind that. Yeah. So, and he explains all everything about that and how they had to talk Vince into letting Stone Cold do what he did with Brett. And how Brett was all for it. Right. And how Brett had to, like, go in and say to Vince, this needs to happen. Here's what I want to do. Right. And and the fact that this match doesn't really take place if Shawn Michaels doesn't throw his hissy fit yeah. and essentially try and quit um, yeah. because he doesn't want to uh, give the belt back to Brett. I gotta, we got to ask Shawn, how does he lose his smile so much? I know. I've never seen someone lose a smile as much as he does. I know. It's it's pretty pretty sad and ridiculous, really. I mean, I wonder if you've seen a doctor about that. That's got to be some condition. It just it amazes me that you know some people will get on Brett's case about you know the screw job and everything like that and to some extent they are right um he did take himself a little serious agreed but nobody is giving Sean any shit for essentially quitting his champion because he didn't want to lose to somebody which to me is right around the same thing that Brett did like you know, I mean, while Brett didn't quit because he didn't want to lose to somebody, he didn't want to lose to somebody as he was going out the door. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of well, the same thing. Well, Brett said he didn't want to lose in Canada. He said he would lose. I think he would lose. I think he would have lost if he'd have fought, if they'd have booked him against Taker or something. Yeah. I think yeah. he would have dropped the belt Absolutely. in Canada, no problem. Absolutely. The fact that it was Sean yeah. is the problem. The other problem is, like... Why? Why Sean? You didn't have to book Sean for that. Yeah. You knew this was happening. You knew yeah. that they were this way. Like you there was there was no reason whatsoever for Vince to put Sean in that match whatsoever. If you wanted to get the belt back on Sean, fine. Get it to him about another month or so later. You know, like figure that out. Yeah, it's just all they had to do was put it on Taker for him to be transitional, and then have Sean beat Taker. Exactly, you have Sean beat Taker at at Bad Blood, you know, or whatever. I guess that was probably beforehand, but you have him beat, you know, beat him at the Royal Rumble. Have yeah. him beat him at the Royal Rumble, and then there or, you go. Fuck it, hold the belt up and have the belt at the Rumble, and have Sean win the belt in a Rumble. Right. You know. I, I don't know. I just feel like there was other ways to handle there was. that. Oh, there was. Taker even talked about it recently. Yeah. Yeah. He said, I went to Vince and said, put the belt on me, and I'll drop it to Sean when you want me to. Exactly. <laughs> like, there was just ways to do this, but Vince is, one, stubborn, and two, mm-hmm. painted himself in such a corner that he was going to stand by his call. And it was yep. like, you didn't have to put Sean in that position to begin with. There was no reason nope. to. Not so. when you have... Six other guys that you could have put the belt on that were ready. Right. I mean. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. And so to listen to Jim talk about that um, pretty extensively is pretty great. Um, as a guy with firsthand knowledge, be it either on his podcast or on Dark Side of the Ring when they focused on that. Um, you know, it's it, I I take 
I take what he says as gospel. I do. I believe what Jim Cornette says. Now, does that mean what he says is 100% true? Probably not. No, no. But I believe him before I'll believe, you know, somebody like a Vince Russo or somebody, you know, along those lines. Well, Cornette at this point in life isn't trying to get over. Everybody else is trying to get over. Exactly. And there's there's no reason for him to lie. He's not trying to get a job. You know, I don't care what people say. He does not want a job. Um, he doesn't need one. He's making he enough money on royalties and his, his store his store and his podcasts. Yeah, he doesn't need money. I mean, I'm sure he could use money. Everybody could use money. I mean, like, hell, he just got on Cameo and... Yep, it sold out in what, sold, three minutes? Yeah, sold that out in less than an hour. Like, yeah. And for a ridiculous amount of money. And but, he's about to do it again. Like, yep. shit. And dude, a lot of the stuff he does, he he donates to charity. Yeah. Like he loves animals. He donates to like all these animal rescue and animal rights organizations. So you know, it's I just I it bothers me that people don't do both sides with Jim. Right. Like they just focus on all the negative stuff he says. They never focus on the positive. And there's a lot of positive. There's a lot of negative, but there's a lot of positive and people need to focus on that. You Another, know? Yeah. And the other one I watched on that photo shoot thing was uh, the one with Ron Simmons, mm-hmm. and it was very, very good. Um, Ron Simmons, I uh, Warner Robbins, I did a wrestling show, and Ron Simmons was these these one of these special guests, and one of the the main event it was a schmoz at the end. Everybody runs in. Ron grabs me and goes, "This is gonna hurt," and he hits me with the the spine buster. Spine buster. Like, okay, dude. <laughs> like, he. Oh. He's got like he always had like one of the oh, stiffest. He wasn't lying either. It hurt. Yeah, I mean he just slammed somebody mm-hmm. down with a spine buster. The fact that he didn't make that his finisher when he came to know, WWE right? is ridiculous. Ah, oh, dude, he, yeah, it, it hurts. Yeah, and he was quick with it. He was quick. He just, <laughs> this is gonna hurt. Like, this is gonna hurt, but you ain't gonna have time to think about nope. it. He went pop pop. I barely had time to set myself. I'm like. Damn, Ron! Give me <laughs> half a second. Oh man, yeah, Ron. But, Ron Simmons just seems like he is a genuinely nice guy, decent guy. I've had nothing um, but great interactions with him. It's it was funny watching him, you know, reminisce back on certain things. You know, he he loved working with Vader because Vader worked stiff and he liked working stiff, and so they would just go out there and potato each other the whole damn time which is just ridiculous um and you know the, he and jbl truly became you know brothers you know before they were to get before they were together as the acolytes and then long after it and and you know all his stories of how cheap teddy long is teddy long is funny <laughs> he came up with uh was it the eyebrow for the rock, or was it what smell what the rock is cooking? I don't know. They didn't mention it on there, so I, I don't. Thought know. They, that's that's where they said it. He came up with, I believe, it smell what the rock is cooking. Yeah, I believe that's right. I could be wrong, but he came up with one of the rock catchphrases. I believe it's that one. Go back and look that up somewhere, guys. Yeah, I'll have to Let check that out too. Let me know if I'm wrong. Tweet me, Russian Agent D, and tell me if I'm right <laughs> or wrong on that. Tell me if I'm wrong. It's all good. 
Hey, man, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You know. Yeah, oh, I know, too. I, I got a lot of wrestling in my head. It all tends to blend together. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I, I, you know, and the fact that, like, you know, he's, he's, like, he, I think he said it himself. He's like, yeah, it's like I'm in a lot of Hall of Fames. <laughs> Yeah, he is. <laughs> Between college football and wrestling, he is. Yeah, he's in a lot of Hall of Fames, and I want to be. And that just got me thinking. I was like, man, I hope I am good enough at something that I can end up in a Hall of Fame for it. You know, because like that is a really cool honor. That is a huge honor to you know to be to have that bestowed upon you. So, um, you know, maybe there'll be a, uh, a WSAV uh, <laughs> Hall of Fame. Oh, they'll have a dirt and wing. There. They'll have a dirt and wing in there if there is one. You'd be oh no, bro! Long. I'm not that good. People, stop hyping that. <laughs> Shit, I'm I'm second or third round easy. I'm not a first round Hall of Famer in there. But yeah, you know, it, it was really cool to just see that kind of side of Ron Simmons. Because see, now always... we're going to talk about the WSAV Hall of Fame on the other podcast. God right? Yeah, we'll move that to the other podcast. Talk God about who would be in the WSAV Hall of Fame. Oh, here we go. I feel like that'd be pretty easy to be honest for the first couple oh, of yeah. ones. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll we'll do that on the other podcast, Coffee and Whiskey Podcast. Guys, yeah. check that one out for us. So. I'm trying to keep us on wrestling. No, absolutely. Which is <laughs> what was pushing me to your. Uh, to should you or shouldn't you watch this week and okay uh, pull up pull up the cards you have suggested us should we or shouldn't we watch super brawl three yes from wcw february 21st 1993 at the asheville civic center in asheville north carolina didn't have a subtitle a sub title like super brawl three uh doesn't have a subtitle but it has a tagline tagline witness history in the making at the biggest event of the year that's the tagline oh see i thought it was watch the white castle match or the white castle match uh no I'm not, I, I don't see that anywhere on it okay on the car okay. at least on the poster anyway okay i'm not i'm not talking about the restaurant folks um and uh in front of a capacity crowd of 6,500 people this the omni in atlanta no, this is no. the Asheville Civic Center. Asheville, that's right. I've I've watched a lot of pay per views lately. Uh, I Asheville Civic Center, and that's right. Here you've got your card is as follows: the Hollywood Blondes defeat Eric Watts and Marcus Bagwell. Ooh. Two Cold Scorpio defeats Chris Benoit. Davy Boy Smith defeats Bill Irwin. Cactus Jack defeats Paul Orndorff. The Rock and Roll Express defeat the Heavenly Bodies. Yes. You have, uh, let's see, Dustin Rhodes defeats Max Payne. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Barry, uh, disclaimer, I, I skipped a few of these matches. Barry Windham defeats the Great Muta. And that was a that was a world heavyweight title match that was not the main event, by the way. Yeah, for the NWA world heavyweight title. Yes. Yep. And Big Van Vader defeats Sting in a White Castle of Fear strap match. Yes. And you yes. told me yes, sir. that the White Castle portion of the White Castle of Fear strap match has nothing to do with the restaurant White Castle. It doesn't. For those of you that, that like White Castle, this is it's a fine burger. They're called Crystals in the South. Uh, but no, 
crystals nor white castle have anything to do with this match see i saw white castle i thought it'd be like a an eating contest between sting and vader between sting and vader and i was like there's no prayer here and i was like vader's gonna win this hands down i was like why is this even a, a match why is this the main event what's happening <laughs> I was like, wow, I'm going to watch Vader eat like 500 White Castles in like 30 seconds. It's going to be amazing. Oh, my God. But but no, no, but it was I was kind of disappointed because I was hoping for the eating contest, you know. Mm-hmm. But no, no, Sting, it, it, it was just a, a regular strap. Well, I don't know about a regular strap match. It was a strap match for corners where you have to hit every corner and you have to drag right. your opponent. Right, yeah, that's a typical strap match, chain match, typical dog collar match. Like, that's how it goes. Yes. Do you want me to start with that, or are we going to go? Oh, you just tell me what we should or shouldn't watch on this thing. Oh, we're going should or shouldn't. All right, okay. The Hollywood Blondes tag match with Eric Watson, Bagwell is okay. Okay. It's not, like, you don't, like, you can watch it. You don't have to skip it. Um... I feel Scorpio like, and Benoit is the best match on the card. I was going to say, I feel like that's your show that's, stealer there. That's the best match on the card. Scorpio wins it with one second left with a victory roll. Oh, it's nice. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, it says here 1959 is the time on it. So, yeah, 20-minute yeah. time limit. Yeah, 20-minute time limit. Scorpio wins it with a victory roll with one second left. Definitely watch that match. What's the other ones? Davy Boy Smith versus Bill Irwin. Yes, yeah, get that. <laughs> However... It was apparently Bill Irwin's like comeback match to WCW and Davy Boy's debut. Uh, so we just because threw them together. So. I'm sure. I, yeah, I didn't want Nobody that. needs a push. Um, and then you have because the... They said, they said at the end of the match, we got Davy Boy just for the European tour coming up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank you, Thank you wow. Jesse Ventura. You have Cactus Jack defeats Paul Orndorff in a False Count Anywhere match. That was a fantastic, it was a street fight. False Count Anywhere street fight match. That is a brutal match. Orndorff is a lot more vicious than I thought he'd be. Right. Cactus takes, you know, all the crazy cactus bumps. But they were being pretty safe. And at one point, Orndorff is in the ring and Cactus is on the apron. And Orndorff hits Cactus with... I want to say his knee brace. He took his knee brace off and hit him with it. And Cactus just took a sick thud of a bump. Like his head went back and hit, slammed the mats. Jeez. I'm like, Jesus, Cactus, I thought you died. But my <laughs> favorite part of this match was the finish. And I'll just tell you the finish. Cactus hits Orndorff with a snow shovel, a giant steel snow shovel. Orndorff goes down and doesn't kick out. Because he got hit with a steel snow shovel. <laughs> and you're not supposed to kick out. You're not supposed to kick out of a snow shovel. It's not like an all Japan finish where the guy gets pal driven off the top rope, then power bond off the top rope, then shot five times, then has then he's decapitated. <laughs> then he's set on fire and he still kicks out. And then after all that. The Japanese guy clotheslines you and you're out. I hate Japanese finishes with a passion. <laughs> the hell you say? With a passion. Oh. Uh, so that's got to be another show. I, I'm going to go on a rant. But no, Orndorff got hit one time with a giant steel shovel and was knocked the fuck out like you're supposed to be. 
because when you get hit with steel, you're knocked out. It hurts, yeah. It hurts. I've been hit with steel. It hurts. But that's a fun match because, you know, it's a street fight and Cat just takes sick bumps and Orndorff is just vicious with him. So definitely watch that match. What else we got? You've got the Rock and Roll Express versus the Heavenly Bodies. Unless you just want to like those guys and want to watch the tag match, there's nothing wrong with it. Because, you know, it's the Heavenly Bodies and the Rock and Roll Express. Right. So they're both, they're all good workers. It's going to be good work, yeah. Yeah, so unless you, you know... If you like those teams, watch that match. If not, you you know, it's nothing special. Although Bobby Eaton does come out with the heavenly bodies, apparently they've transitioned from being the Rock and Roll Express with Jim Cornette into the Heavenly Bodies with Bobby Eaton. Oh, you Cornette. mean the 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 midnight the midnight the Express. Midnight Express, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, Midnight Express. Midnight Express, I'm sorry. So it, the Midnight Express is gone apparently. Right. So Bobby Eaton's Parted ways and yeah, go solo. And Condry, they brought, Condry must have left at this point. They brought Condry, it must have been the point where Condry said, fuck it, I'm done. And went back to Colorado. And then nobody heard from him for like two decades. Uh, and it was before Stan Lane went into the Midnight Express. And he was with Tracy Smothers. And they were the Heavenly Bodies. But like I say, watch that match if you're a fan of those guys. There's nothing wrong with it. Then you got Dustin Rhodes defeating Max Payne by disqualification for the United States Heavyweight Championship. I, I skipped that match because apparently it was supposed to be uh, Dustin Rhodes versus Ron Simmons. Yeah, and Ron Simmons had a shoulder injury. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, I skipped that match because it's it's Max Payne. <laughs> Max Payne was disqualified for throwing Rhodes over the top rope. Trivia question: Do you remember the name of Max Payne's guitar? No, I do not. Norma Jean. Wow. Yep. Wouldn't have gotten that one. Nope. And then, uh, oh no, then you have Wyndham and Muda for That's the not a World bad Heavyweight match. Championship. That's not a bad match. And it was Flair. This was actually Ric Flair's return to WCW. And ah. He was on commentary. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, he was on commentary. And let's just be real. Wyndham won this because Flair's like, I'm not wrestling Muda. So they're going to give the belt back to Flair. Yeah. And Barry was a transitional guy. So, but no, that's a good match. Watch the match because Barry knows how to work and Muda knows how to work. So, you know, it's a little bit long, but all those matches back then were long. Yeah. 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 Clocks in at 2410. Yeah. And at the end, Wyndham wins. Flair comes and straps the belt on him. So, you know. What else we got? And then you rounded out with Vader beating Sting in a White Castle of Fear strap match. Like I said at the beginning, I was disappointed it was not the eating contest of White Castle. <laughs> it has nothing to do with White Castle. Not a thing. It's just your sense. normal everyday strap match. It is brutal. It is a good match. You guys should watch it because Vader and Sting beat the hell out of each other. Uh, yeah. No, like they really do. At some point, Vader's ear gets popped and he starts bleeding profusely, and you know, wow, yeah, blood coming out of it and everything. Vader thought he lost his ear because you could tell he kept grabbing onto it, making sure it was there. Wow, uh, no, it's a brutal match. Sting whips him, welts come up on his back, Vader whips Sting, welts come up on his back. It's you know, it's it's a really as far as those two guys go, right? It's yeah, a brutal, brutal match, super physical. Yeah, very, very physical. But no, watch that one. 
So we're, you can watch the Hollywood Blondes match. Ben would definitely watch Ben Juan Scorpio. If you only watch one match, watch Ben Juan Scorpio. Watch the strap match. And if you like the, the rock and roll and the heavenly bodies, watch that. And, you know, definitely you should check it out. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, oh, and three. watch the Cactus and Mr. One. Watch that match, too. So there seems to be more watches than not watches on oh, there, absolutely. which is good. Yeah, yeah, you'll enjoy it's, this It's one. a decent enough event there at Super Bowl yeah. Three. Yeah. WCW trying to get something going there in 1993. I've been watching a lot of early 90s WCW. I, I don't know why. Right, right. I, I don't know. We ought to just, whenever the network uh, finally populates everything back onto it, which is supposed to be, I guess, around SummerSlam, um, just do like a, uh, like run the, the gamut of Monday Nitro from the first episode all the way to the last one. And, like, oh, watch them that. sequentially in order, uh, along with the pay-per-view. So we're, like, watching as it plays out, like, what what all happened where. Uh, you know. If we do that, I'll take notes. I'll get a notebook. That'll be, uh, I think that could be actually pretty interesting to go back and look on, considering, oh. you know, it's the Monday Night Wars, you know, coming up on All these podcasts are going to get years. really, really long. These podcasts <laughs> will get really long. We'll make them special episodes or so. We'll do something about it. I don't know. Just the thought. You gotta, you're busier than me, man. You got to block out some time for those. I know, right? Yeah, that's the that's the real key. Yeah. So, all righty, folks. Well, if you got any uh, events you want us to check out or something like that, or like nice little hidden gems that you find on the uh, the WWE Network, uh, if if you can find anything on there right now, since it's over on Peacock, but uh, if you can dude, figure that wh- out. Let us know. I'll go one step further. If you any wrestling, YouTube, a DVD, any wrestling you want me to watch, let me know. I'll do my best on YouTube. I can find it. Any other wrestling, I'll do my best to find. Yeah, I'll watch it. I'll watch absolutely any wrestling from he anywhere will. in the world. He absolutely will give it watching and uh, give you give you his honest opinion about it. You might not so. like my honest opinion, <laughs> on some of it, but remember, you I'll- can reach us all the time on Twitter. You know, I'm at Film Tattoo. I'm at Wrestling Agent D. And you can also like the show's uh, page on Facebook. Just look for the Wrestling Showground Podcast on Facebook and give it a like there. And that's where the uh, future episodes will post up there. And obviously you can follow us on, uh, uh, you can like, comment, share, and subscribe to Mojave 4 Productions' uh, YouTube channel. Which that's is, the parent company. That's the parent company who's ho- hosting all this for us. So they're good people and they've got they us, uh, they've got us hosted up there and they're sharing away with us so uh go give them a like and uh you know click that little bell so you know when the latest episodes of that and all their other content starts dropping they got really good content over there so all right guys we uh we'll be back uh next week i guess and we'll see uh what we got then huh who knows maybe we'll talk about wrestlemania maybe we won't i don't know i'm gonna keep you in suspense about it i know it was last week i know what's happening I'm gonna start doing. I'm gonna start doing, book this, and I'm just gonna book random TV shows as if they were wrestling shows, random TV shows and movies as if they were wrestling shows. I like that idea. We'll see what we got with that. See, that's got yeah. new legs. See you yeah. next time, guys. <laughs>